0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. Where today we're going to discuss the Illini victory over Virginia, the revenge game over Virginia, 24 3 in Champaign, Urbana. We're going to discuss, recap that game, talk about Illinois' offense, their defense. You know Things that happened during the game, they showed some flashes of being a very, very good offense. The defense continued to do its thing, um, but what does the offense have to continue to do to strive and get better so that way they can continue on an um, upward trajectory of the offense and not fall into what we did last year and kind of hit a plateau and just kind of stay even. So we're going to talk about the Illinois versus Virginia game on today's episode. Make sure you hit the like button and subscribe button on the YouTube channel right there. Uh, There's the name, The Coach Steve Show on YouTube. Hit the like, subscribe button. Um, On Twitter, you can follow me at coach__steve72. It's right there. Um, Follow me there. Send me a message to be on the podcast. Um, I'm in the works. I'm going to probably start having either live recordings again or um, just podcast recordings and not necessarily be live, but put out there that people can call in and have that all set up. Uh, put out there what i'm going to talk about and have people call in so we're going to test that out at some point possibly depending on my schedule um, so make sure you're following me at twitter to find out that information um, and also subscribe to the youtube channel to find out the information also we we'll review it and rate on apple and itunes it helps go a long way um, you can also review it review it and rate it on spotify but it helps go a long way on apple and itunes Also, make sure you're checking out the Belly Up Media Network at bellyupsports.com. Blogs, podcasts out there for everybody. If you're into the NFL, every Sunday morning for a few hours are going to be some shows on fantasy football, on who you should bet on, and then just different uh, preview for the NFL and recaps of what's gone on the week before because the NFL is back. So you got to be at BellyUpSports.com to make sure you get all the information. Follow them at all the social media platforms as well. At BellyUp Media everywhere, Twitter, Facebook, everything to get all that information. So Illinois gets their revenge, quote-unquote game, their payback game against Virginia after last year getting walloped by Virginia. And we talked about in our Virginia versus Illinois uh, preview that I talked about, the keys for Illinois victory is... The defense has just continued to do its thing, and that is exactly what happened. They kept moving the front around. They kept providing pressure. Young guys stepped up. Their secondary was physical. Uh, they kept changing their looks to try to confuse the the offense. And they also had to try to contain everything and say that Armstrong, the quarterback for Virginia, you know, you're not going to beat us this time. Other, you're going to have to try to beat us other ways than him torching us. And Offensively, I just said we had to continue to take steps forward. The defense is already way steps forward than the offense. Having a new offensive coordinator come in, having a new quarterback come in, a young offensive line. We have an established offensive tackle, but we are young. Not having a wide receiver be the guy, quote-unquote, that I keep talking about being the guy. Right now it's kind of Isaiah Williams, but if that's the only person you're going to throw the ball to or a jet sweep to, it is hard to – get him open all the time so you need other guys to start to step up and we have a quarterback that can get them the ball and now we need guys to get open and those are the steps that Illinois did take um, we'll talk about a lot of the positives and some of the things that they need to work on so again Illinois did get the big revenge quote unquote, payback victory in Champaign Urbana over the Virginia Cavaliers and their new head coach uh, um, coach Tony Elliott who came over from Clemson DeVito did not have a bad game. He was 17 of 25, 196 yards, two touchdowns, but he did have an interception. Um, They contained uh, Brandon Armstrong compared to last year. He was 13 of 32, 180 yards, and he had two interceptions. Running the football, Chase Brown, who almost should be a Heisman candidate the way he runs the ball. 20 carries, 146 yards, 7.3 yards per carry. Reggie Love the third had 33 yards um, rushing. Then Tommy DeVito only added 12 rushing yards. Um, the defense, let's just talk about the defense first, because defense is what happened in this game. Last year, in this game, giving up 40-50 points, um, you know, Armstrong went off and had five passing touchdowns. I guarantee you that was posted everywhere for Coach Walters and the defensive staff and Coach Bielma um, repeating over and over, remember what this happened, remember this happening. And I'm telling you, that was a turning point. Virginia last year, I'm going to – until I can talk to Coach Walters or Coach Bielma to really confirm my statement, I'm going to sit here and tell you that that was the turning point for the defense because ever since then the defense – had started to play much, much better, and you started to see more of what they wanted to do and really started to clamp down on what the team could really do because they were dealing with recruits from the Lovie Smith era and could only play a certain way of defense and start to mold what they really wanted the defense to look like. And that's what happens um, when you get you know, a new staff in. And some things are going to be done the same. A lot of things are Universal. But when you have a defensive-minded guy and an offensive-line-minded guy and Coach Bielma and then Coach Walters combining their defenses to try to combine that 4-2-5 into that 3-4 that Coach Bielma wants to do and got to see, especially when he was with the New England Patriots. And they took the defense took this personal and said, you're not going to do anything. They're not going to let Brandon Armstrong beat them. Having only 180 yards passing and enforced two interceptions is huge. But then also to sit there and say, we're not going to let you beat us And then also to clamp down and not have them run the ball well at all. That says a lot about the defense, the way they got them uh, prepared for this game. Total yards for Virginia compared to last year, they only had 222 yards um, of total yards. 42 rushing yards. I'm not saying Virginia is a world beat. I'm not saying Virginia is going to win the ACC. I'm not saying Virginia is all that. Just saying what happened last year. Last year, they torched Illinois up, and we had no answers for them at all. This year, the way they game plan, the way they had everything set up, this is what happens when a defense starts to feel very confident and play loose and starts to buy into what's going on. And it just says a lot of things for the coaching staff to get the players to play hard. And young players, they have younger guys in the defensive backfield and uh, the secondary, and they also have young up front. But to create pressure, to move guys, to get into different fronts, I think does confuse them. And I also think Virginia trying to learn – um, a new offense, you know, the, the way they run into Clemson, bringing that over, had to, something to do with it. Um, I think this could have been – I'm not saying Coach Elliott's not a bad coach. I've always seen what he can do as an offensive mind. But I think if Virginia had the same coaching staff as last year, this could have been maybe a closer game, maybe. But Illinois was – mad. their defense was playing mad. Um they were on a mission, and so this defense is going to make some noise in the Big Ten. Their defense is what's going to give the offense confidence and chances to do things. And their defense is going to have them in games. I know they lost to Indiana, but their defense played very, very well up until that very last drive. And you can't you know, to blame the whole defense for losing that game is wrong, and it's not true, and it makes no sense. But their defense is going to be why they're in games and allow their offense to have some confidence. And know that if the offense ever you know, doesn't necessarily score every single time they know that they have a defense that could score and they have a defense that's going to make it hard on the other guys to move the ball and maybe force a team to get 3-9 get you right back out there and give you an opportunity to um, score. Offensively, to score 24 points for Illinois compared to last year is pretty good. Um, we had 394 total yards, 196 passing yards, 198 yards rushing. Um... We did have 10 penalties, though, so I know Coach Bielma wants want that cleaned up. We did turn the ball over a lot, even to Virginia. So there were times that Illinois tried to lose this game. But compared to last year, when Illinois turns the ball over last year, other teams score until the defense figured it out. We fumbled the ball three times and threw an interception. That is unacceptable for an offense. That's unacceptable to Coach Bielma, and that stuff's going to get fixed heading into their bye week. We did control the clock, 33 minutes 51 seconds on our offense, compared to 26 minutes and 9 seconds to Virginia. Illinois' offense has got to clean it up, um, but Coach Beal said after the game he feels very, he feels more confident about his combined coordinators at this point now. He feels better about it now than he did last year, which I don't know if that's a shot at an offensive coordinator from last year. I don't really believe so because he believes, especially after seeing it in the NFL, that this is a business at the end of the day. We have to be able to take criticism and we have to be able to understand when someone's telling the truth, you know. Uh, if the offense wasn't getting it done last year, and Coach Pearson last year wasn't getting it done as offense coordinator, that's what's going to happen. Same thing when I coach high school ball. If the run game's not going well, the offensive line's not going well, then it's my job to figure it out. And if the head coach says, "Hey, this isn't going right, this isn't going right," and puts it on me, that's that's what it is. Um, but Coach Beal says he feels very confident in his coordinators right now. So even though we had those mistakes, Coach Beal must like what he's seen out of the offense. Now, from a f- fan, outside fan perspective we're seeing v- glimpses of how good the offense can be in running the football obviously I don't think there was going to be any question on that we see flashes of great accurate throwing by Tommy De- or uh, Tommy DeVito and we see wide receivers gain open and make some some catches and just nickel and dime and everything then there's glimpses where we're starting to see last year where we're stagnant where we're relying too much on Chase Brown to do things that was a scary moment when with his knee and I didn't know whether it was, you know, whatever happened there. That was a scary moment to have happen for Illinois fans. We need other running backs to step up to take the pressure off. We need the passing game to really help take the load off because when we start passing the ball, DeVito's going to get can, – can, pretty much almost put the ball where he needs to but we need the receivers to get open we need them to start to develop we need them to grow up you know what I mean by grow up is the level of your grade you know so if you're a freshman or sophomore you guys start playing like a junior or senior I'm not talking about maturity I'm talking about you have to grow up and you have to start playing again I keep going back to high school ball if you've got a sophomore playing on varsity or anything and you put them out there you get one big phrase I always tell them you can't be a sophomore right now. You gotta play like a junior or senior. If I have a junior out there that's starting for the first time, hey, you can't be a junior right now. You gotta be a senior. If you're a senior starting for the first time, well, you, you, that's it. But that's what they need right now. So we see these flashes like in the first quarter, we had 14 points. Then in the second quarter we score seven points. So now we're up twenty one, three and a half. So you're thinking, okay, maybe we could score another twenty-one points in the next half. Well, we only score three in the third. So we went very stagnant. We went, we kept not moving the ball. We had the penalties. And we start to really heavily rely on Chase Brown. Coach Bielma wants to run the football, and I'm all for it. But to have 20 to 30 carries a game is going to start wearing him down. He is very fit he, you know, and everything, but we need other running backs to step up. We need passing game to really open up, so that way they'll start easing up the box. When you do hand off to Chase Brown, he's getting hit, not piled in the line of scrimmage. He's getting hit farther down. He's going to hit 8 yards downfield, whatever it is, 10 yards downfield. And... Those things will start opening up. I think they will as you start to see to adjust. Because, again, one thing that I have to keep remembering, and I think other fans have to keep remembering, is last year was a brand new offense. You're settling into it. Coach Bioma, I think, is going to start to make a turn and go into the Nick Saban approach where Nick Saban, when they hire a new offensive coordinator, hey, we have the system already in. So you're going to run what we want to run. Now you can come in and you know, add some tweaks and everything, but this is what we're going to do. And he's involved in that. He's a defensive guy, but he's very heavily involved in the offensive stuff. And I think Coach Bielma was going to go into that this year more of what he wants to see. And But to have this whole offense put in last year and now this year have a whole another one. The ones that were involved in it last year are trying to learn it. You have a younger offensive line this year than what we did last year. You have a transfer quarterback. So there are going to be bumps. I said that with the Indiana game. It was going to happen this one. At some point during the season, I don't know when, but at some point this season, it is going to start clicking. I promise you, just the way, just the glimpses that you're getting from Illinois, you're going to start seeing it um, progress, and you're going to start to see clicking. Um, Coach Bill talks very highly of his offensive staff and his defensive staff. But the offensively, side of the ball, you're going to start seeing it progress. Um, right now, Illinois should be sitting at 3-0. and I'm going to die on that hill. They should be 3-0 and right now. A lot of people are down on Illinois now because they lost Indiana. I think some people are getting back on that wagon because of this win versus Virginia. People are really scared about picking this game. And I was a little bit too, but I also believe that if the defense could step up and you see glimpses of the offense, this is what, what would have had to happen to win. And guess what? That's exactly what had to happen. Heading into a bye week being 2-1 and one is pretty good, even though they should be 3-0. and Down that hill, they should be 3-0 and right now. But watching the way the rest of the Big Ten is playing, there is still that window of opportunity to get Illinois to a bowl game. You know, to hopefully beat Chattanooga. The way Iowa's been playing, hopefully you could compete there. I firmly believe Illinois can compete with Minnesota. We're going to talk about what happened with Nebraska later on in another episode. You have the opportunity to win there, and then now the rest of the meat grinder: Purdue and Northwestern. So there are opportunities there for us, even though we should be three zero right now. To where there's less, a um, little bit more margin for "quote unquote" error, rather than now that we're two and one, there's less margin for error to try to get them to a bowl game. But you're seeing glimpses of how the offense is clicking. Um, hopefully, they can continue to do that. The defense is going to do its thing, but you're starting to see little glimpses of the offense. Get a little bit better. Um, receiving, Pat Bryant had 60 yards receiving. Merchase, um, I always say his name wrong, 43 yards receiving. Casey Washington, 24 yards receiving. Luke Ford with four catches and 20 yards. Luke Ford as a tight end is going to really have to step up. They contained Isaiah Williams a little bit there with three catches for 19 yards. So again, there's the run game is where they're making their money. Nickel and is where they're making their money. And they're relying on explosive plays, quote-unquote, that may be more than 15, 20 yards down the field to score. Um, but to have those start to open up is great to see. But we can't have the turnovers. You have those turnovers against um, the Big Ten. It's not going to go well. And we, I think we got to see more than this receiver on two catches, this receiver having two catches, 17 total catches. You need to start seeing that to be 25, 28, 30 catches. Also giving Chase Brown the ball because it would just open those up. But if we start giving some of these receivers some, co- or they start getting some confidence because we're giving them the ball, we're you know doing everything to get them open, um, continuing the jet sweeps and everything like that, the offense slowly starting to settle in and open up is going to help with Illinois. Um, but that's what we start to see Virginia, you know, did not know how to handle Illinois' defense, which saying a lot. You know, coming from a Lovey Smith era where he is a defensive guy and people still figured out the Illinois defense, um, to have Coach Walters come in and do it is just fantastic. So Illinois gets that big win, 24-3 to over Virginia, that payback, quote-unquote, revenge game from last year when we got, you know, spanked and embarrassed in front of everybody um so now we're sitting at two and one it's in a great spot should be three and no even a better spot but we are two and one that's fantastic they are heading into their bye weeks so there won't be an illinois versus chattanooga preview this week that'll be next week um when we start seeing any guys if there's anybody out you know injury report all that stuff um and listen to coach be talk about the game and and everything so they get the win two and one feeling great um so then we'll get a bye week from Illinois this week. Uh, thank you guys again for watching or listening. Make sure you are follow me at Coach underscore Steve72 on Twitter for updates about the, the call-in and getting podcast information, all that. And then please uh, like and subscribe on the YouTube channel, the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. Follow it and rate it on Apple and iTunes, all that good stuff. Helps go a long way for the show. Uh, Check out all the affiliates in the description below. Uh, Leave a comment in the comment section down below as well. Thank you guys again for watching and or listening. We will see you next time.